Hi, my name is Callie, and on this podcast, hindsight is everything. Our goal is to look back on seasons we've been through and help prepare those about to face the same things. There's something powerful in knowing you're not alone and knowing someone has gone before you. So I gather up some great people, I ask them all the questions I can think of, and then, hopefully, by the end, we're better than when we started. I'm so happy you're here. Welcome to No One Told Me. Okay, so I'll be honest. I got real burned out on travel going back and forth to Memphis for four years to see my now husband, Ryan. I mean, it was absolutely worth it in hindsight, yes. But when you say the words road trip to me now, all I can think about is a stuffy car with a bag of open bugles and a endless row of headlights in front of me. But then you throw kids into the mix and I would rather watch a full season of Dr. Pimple Popper than strap the kids in and hit the road. On a side note, why do so many people like that show? It is, I just, I don't understand the world that we live in right now. But, you know, some of you may be listening and you're saying, Callie, just get on a plane. It's easier. And to that, I say, I don't trust planes. So I guess what I'm really getting at here is, you know, we're not much for travel over here until today. Courtney Cleveland hosts a podcast called All the Best Days, where she goes looking for the best day in every city. Now, initially, I thought, good grief, I'm going to have to work hard to make a podcast about travel actually entertaining for you. But as you can tell by the length of this episode, the conversation just kept on rolling. Honestly, I didn't know what I was going to talk about. Truly, I thought this this is going to end quickly. But it goes down as one of the most fun phone interviews that I've ever done. I mean, I barely awkwardly interrupted because I couldn't really read her vocal cues well. So, I mean, we are really making something over here, people. Thank you very much. But, you know, we go into so much. And the goal really here is just to learn how to take smaller bites out of travel. We're not going for a week at a time. What if we traveled more, but for less amounts of time? She highlights her favorite cities for quick trips, the trips to take when you're broke, and the ones to take when you're doing all right. The ones to take the kids on, the ones maybe you should go on when you're single with just your friends, and the ones for those who are just getting married and think, I can do whatever I want right now. We talk potties and cars, loofahs in the hands of other people, and to make it the best episode ever, the one and only Bev, her dog, joins us throughout the episode. She just had some really strong opinions and she she wanted to be heard, so no biggie, right? Here's No One Told Me with Courtney Cleveland from All the Best Days. Courtney, let me tell you something. I don't I don't like to travel anymore. I just don't. I don't like to leave like a probably a 10 mile radius around my house. I just don't I don't. It causes me anxiety. So All right. <laughs> we just, I'm hoping my goal at the end of this conversation is that you are going to tell me how inspired you are to load your kids up. That uh, you're ready to rock. Even the phrase load your kids up makes me want to crawl under a bed because I can't listen we are traveling in February and the kids are going on their first flight and I I'm excited for the trip I am not excited for the flight I could like I've already bought like three things to distract them someone told me to take um suckers and just keep handing them suckers like 
for, for as long as you need to. As long as the flight is, you just keep giving them stuff to put in their mouth so that nothing can come out of their mouths, which I yes. respect that. So, yes. <laughs> well, I'm very passionate about the ring pop. Oh, you know, yes. my kids don't get ring pops any other time. And I just buy them by the bulk. And then, so it's like such a treat. I mean, remember what it was like to get a yes, ring pop? Yes, it was the best. Yeah. Absolutely. So I, um, every, it's like a candy pacifier <laughs> the entire <laughs> really? time. So that works. <laughs> Plug it up. That yes, is what I it, like to it. say. But all right, Courtney, let's, um, let's start with the basics. So you just give us some of the highlights of your life, you know, your family, what you do, what you love, what you could do without. That's a big question. I just realized how I said it. That's <laughs> big. Listen, make me like you, Courtney. All right. Give me the highlights. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, Callie, you're so kind to invite me on the show. I am in Dallas, Texas, married with three kids. Got Coco, Will, and Louie. They are seven Five and two. Those are fun and, names. Oh, thanks. I yeah. love it. You did well. Thank you. I do appreciate it. They all embody their names so much. And we've got a dog named Beverly. Wow. Uh, that, is a, just, that is a bold name for a dog. Thank you. I love we, it so we, much. We uh, <laughs> wanted something that would make us laugh. And praise the Lord we did that because... Um, we just didn't realize how hard the puppy thing is. Oh, help me. I know. Just it's about like a me. newborn baby. It is. Uh, it is. Except that it eats things, which is, you know, not so much. <laughs> right. Even more <laughs> aggravating. Yes. I spend my days with them and... What's your favorite thing to do with your family? Like you spend your days with them. What's one of the things like day to day that you know you all are going to do together? Truthfully... I curl up into a ball of depression if I am not creating or working on a project, which was why I started a podcast because it felt like a really good outlet to continue from my previous kid days. And I just feel like I come alive on the road with my kids. I feel like I'm the best version of myself and I'm adventuring with them. And I'm honestly, I'm trying to work on making the day-to-day of our home have more of a flow and be yeah. more... I mean, we just we just love the park. I don't know. I, oh, I am great. just got to keep it moving. Yes. Kind of mama. Yep. I can't. I'm with you. And my kids are just <laughs> getting to an age at four and two where like if I go outside, you know, we can actually all play. Like it's not one has to stay strapped in a stroller because they can't be trusted not to eat the mulch or which sure, I mean, sure, could still happen. But mm-hmm. it's finally where they play with each other. We can play together. And those are kind of glory days. I mean, it's kind of great when they are just kind of like, you can take them along with you to do the things you already love to do. Yes. To me, that's kind of the clearing of like, oh, okay, I I think I can do this mom thing. Like, yes. this is going to be fun. Yes, yes. Okay, <laughs> so you started that podcast, right? Yes, and yes. tell us about it and why you started it and what your goal is with it. So it's called All the Best Days and we're just exploring the art of the quick trip and we're looking for the best day in every city. Before kids, I traveled with a live event company and I was a host for a conference and it was just through that. I was traveling every single weekend for several years and it was just through that experience that I learned how to squeeze like every drop uh, out of business travel and Once that kind of slowed down for me with kids and such, I just missed... Like I I was looking at my friends who were painting or 
we're writing are, I just think about different arts and the way that you can continue to practice them, even if you're not performing. Mm. Does that make sense? Yes. Like what is the, and so I was like, okay, like with the art of words and speaking, what, how do I keep shipping on that medium? And so I was like, oh, a podcast is the way to just keep practicing and keep connecting and keep working on projects. And what I want to inspire people to do is to connect and find a way to travel that inspires them mm-hmm. and just something that they enjoy. I feel like traveling can seem really exhausting and like that it's just is too much to fool with. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually think if you take the time to connect with how like you like to travel and the things that you like to experience when you are visiting family, when you have a business trip, depending on the margins that happen, you know how to plug in the things that you love to do. And I love that this is an extension of something you were doing before kids. You think you can't mm-hmm. do what you love to do there for a certain season after you have kids, right? Like your, your oh life changes so much. Like Kelly, listen to me. Oh. <laughs> when I had Coco, I literally sat in that overstuffed glider and I thought, my life was over. And in fact, the entire, my entire house was painted gray. And when I kind of came out of a fog at three months, I painted the entire house yellow. You are, you're preachy. Okay. I sat in a leather recliner with Henley, my first, for days because all I was doing was feeding her. Right. I felt like that's all I was doing was sitting in a chair feeding her all the time. Uh Or Uh holding her while she slept because she wouldn't sleep by herself. Like all of this. And I thought, I am now, like I am this chair. This chair is me. Like I am a part of it. I will never Mm -hmm. get out of it. And then when I finally kind of hit a little bit of a flow, I started Mm -hmm. painting our front door. And I just kept painting it different colors until it felt right. (laughs) I was like, for no reason other than I was like, I've got to live. And right now to live is to paint. And that is what I'm going to do. Power of color and place and this stuff speaks to us. It does. And you know, I fully thought, and someone told me after I had the baby and I was like, how do you get back to regular life? And they were like, it'll get to the point where you just start living again and you take the child along with you. Like keep Mm -hmm, doing mm -hmm. what you want to do. And you are conditioning them now as they get older, they're going to love what you love. And so then you continue doing what you want. Mm -hmm. It's just finding the new rhythm for it. But I know with all the best days, I love how you've structured it. So basically, and make sure I get these right, when you go visit a city, you're kind of following the same schedule. So it's get moving, get coffee, get shopping, get lunch, get touristy, get inspired, get dinner. So like you have a game plan every, every time. So give us some of the highlights of like when you go into the city and you break it down where you travel to, that whole concept just leads me to a few other questions. Like what made you want to travel this much with your kids? Like what made you say, I can still do this? What was your first trip like with them when you thought, okay, we'll do this, this, and this all together? Or did you already have that when you were traveling before? Did this develop or did it already exist? Or what got you that specific on it? I think I started noticing that if I went on a trip with a friend or whatever, those are the little things that I was like, hey, I'd really like to do this. Even if a friend didn't want to do that, I would peel away 
even if I'd, I wasn't going to buy anything, I just wanted to get a hit of a cute store. Yeah. I wanted to like walk into it and just see it or experience it. I can even barely spend any time in that spot. But it's almost like I, you know, I follow it on Instagram or yeah. I, especially like these days with how like the internet connects us to places and we, we connect with the individuals who start these businesses or we see people having these experiences in these spots. And even, I don't care so much about this, but we can super get into getting the Instagram photo. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like we just kind of want to like see these spots. I think I just took a minute and I paused and I, I looked at how I was traveling and I was like, oh my gosh, there's a flow here that really gives me life. Mm. I make Michael nuts because I will get obsessed I will make us pull over and I'll spend 20 minutes with my whole like lap that I make around the internet trying to figure out <laughs> the aesthetic matched with what's going to work with kids. Is it not going to work with kids? Am I going to go to this restaurant by myself and get us takeout? Like I get really zoned in and uh -huh. I... I've tried to get better about this. Well, that's what I was going to ask you is how you find the places that you want to like check out. And oh, I, gosh, yeah. You know, I mean, is it like word of mouth? Is it you just research the crap out of the city that you're going to and are like, this is it. I'm going to these places. And I, yeah. I get part of it. It has to be like just Instagram. But how do you find these places that you know you want to get moving at or that you want to get dinner at or whatever? I do specific Google searches and I am making a lap around all the review websites that are out there. And I want to see the repetition of how much a place comes up and what people are saying about it, what magazines are writing about certain spots. It's also the atmosphere, right? So I'm yeah. trying to match my aesthetic and also like something being delicious. I get a lot of people asking me about budget, right? Like people really want me to speak to that and how much trips cost and how we travel. And I really have a hard time with this because I can send you, we can both walk into a coffee shop. And if you just have $20 for the day and I have a hundred, well, you still get to experience that coffee shop and get a hot tea. And if I need a lavender oat milk latte and their homemade hot chocolate, I can't decide I'm a double fist it and I'm gonna spend $15 here. Like I, that just doesn't seem fair to me. <laughs> how, why, why am I going to tell you how to spend your money? Yeah. And I think it takes traveling over and over yeah. again to yep. figure out like, you know, we're all looking for these indie coffee shops, yes, right? No one wants it. It's what do you hear? The main thing, I don't want a chain. Don't tell me about a chain. No. That's oh, that's, oh my gosh. Like I honestly, I listen and I worked at Chili's for three years in college. Oh okay? God bless Chili's. Don't I love it. Don't you dare suggest to me that we eat at Chili's <laughs> when we are in Seattle. Like you've absolutely lost your mind. But those chips and salsa though. I mean, well, listen, they're good and, in and any what I have city. To say to you, Callie, <laughs> you do that on your own time. Okay. You're not doing not that with me. Trip. Let me tell you something. <laughs> you do that when, when you're at home. I don't care about chilies here in Seattle. No, that's it. Okay. With that in mind, you've traveled obviously so much. So what are your top three cities that you visited so far that you're like, if someone's like, hey, I want to take a trip. What's well, like the first place you're like, go here. Okay. Well, I personally, for me, Portland, Oregon has all the things I'm looking for. That's it's so got, obscure and I love it. 
Oh, is it? It feels okay. that way to me. Well, over it's here in Southeast, like you. Tennessee, yeah. I absolutely am like, oh my gosh, what a wonderland that must be. Sure. So it's got great design. It has great outdoors. It's got great coffee. It has great shopping. The city insanely inspires me. And I think it will always have a special place in my heart because it was the first time I had the experience of walking around and being like, oh my gosh, this city completely accepts me for me here. You know, like when you go mm. to New York, you're like, I did not wear the right black pants. Oh, like, yes. <laughs> like you just oh. kind of feel not enough. It's like when New I York. went to Asheville for there the first go. time and I was like, yeah. I need a Subaru or like there something with a bike rack because I don't belong That's here. It. Yeah. Some cities, they speak to you when you get there. Like, oh, I'm not cool here. Yes. And Portland... Yes says, you be you. Yeah. Any way that you arrive, we like it. And I just, I don't, it was the first time I'd experienced a city speak to me. So that, and then I wanted to say regarding like family road tripping, I would say that we just do national parks really well. Oh, like yeah. I just like the space to run around the overwhelming beauty of the parks across the board, the stuff that we learn and explore at each one. And then you always have like these touristy spots that are always around them. And so I feel like we have really learned how to like hit a lap at a national park. Yeah. Now I'm not suggesting, listen, my dream is to put on a backpack and get to go hiking overnight. That's not my life right now oh. with my little people. You so, just, you know, you just strap that two year old in a backpack and listen, you're going to be fine. Put them in a tent. You're going to make That's it. it. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one I was going to say is that recently DC has moved onto this list for me. Okay. With a two year old, did you take the family or did you go without kids? I've done both. And I want to remind listeners that I'm talking about quick trips here because I think taking DC in bites, first of all, is absolutely essential. There's literally no other way to take DC. It's too overwhelming. But like we need to be going there more often and more quickly. Mm -hmm. I, I just, you should be going to DC every year with your family. Really? That's a bold statement. Okay. Callie, and I will stand by. It's free. (laughs) I mean, I just... What did you just say to me? Did you just say it's free? What's free up there? museums. They are? I thought you had to have a membership or something for it to be free. Oh, my gosh. This world. Uh, We can stop here. This interview's over. This is all I need to know. The fact that you are just now learning (laughs) I had no idea. Makes me realize how dire it is that I... Look, Beverly's even upset back there. Uh, She's mad. She is upset that I didn't know that. I'm sorry, Bev. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that her and I were going to be doing this podcast. I know. I love it so much. She, I will feature her. If you could send me a picture with her in it, Ah, you bet. You bet. That's going to be the best way. I have the perfect photo actually of her interrupting. Oh, that's so great. But so DC, you're saying once a year is the place to go, especially even with family, even with a two year old. Uh, Hundo P, you're getting an Airbnb. You are saying, listen, before you go, you are getting the books from the library. You are talking to your kids about Martin Luther King or like, let's talk about like the monuments. And then I would pick one museum to get like so super excited, right? Like read about airplanes and load up to go to the Air and Space Museum. Hit that for a day. We're going to find, we've got these amazing parks. And I mean, you've got Virginia, you've got George Washington, you've got Mount Vernon, you can go see his house. 
We've got different festivals. And even and getting around with three kids, you're still oh, firmly PC, saying. PC, listen, we're either renting a car or we can use the transit system. Oh, help me. We oh, are. help me. Oh, gosh. Wearing I just got kids. hives. I can't. I just, oh, no. No. <laughs> because there's so much space for them to run around. And then the food is so great. You've oh. convinced me. The Hollands are going to D.C. in the summer. I mean, just whoever I, wants to get on board, get on board. But okay, I've, now, I've almost been fully summer, convinced. It, don't forget that it's a swamp. I mean, the summer is You can't a back mess. out of this now. You can't. But don't I you try it. I am planning this trip for you, Callie. <laughs> you cannot this back out of this. is not a joke. I'm no. telling you right now, I feel committed to it. And you can't talk me out of it now. It's just not going to happen. Especially where you live, we can zip zip. Easy peasy. I think once you experience what it is like, like a two night trip, you will never turn back, Kelly. Well, and that's what we almost went last summer because we wanted a short trip. And we almost went last summer. And my husband and I, we were in agreement. He made the point. He was like, we have an almost two-year-old. What in the world is he going to do in D.C.? We're just going to drag him around behind us. It's not going to be interesting for him. But now I have seen the light. I have. No, I've got this. Because, listen, this is all about strategic eating, right? Like we're snack pit stopping at monuments. And, and I've got, I've got some good tips for you as far as little like indoor play spots. Okay. So we're just, we're planning our breaks and that coincide with things that give you life. Also, my major tip is that Michael Cleveland and I, we do the switch off. All right. So here we go, Callie. We are looking at a morning museum plan. We're sending Ryan and the kids back to the Airbnb for a nap because we've strategically picked this spot where we're staying. Mm -hmm. They're going to nap, rest, Mm -hmm. chill, or we've got a play place, okay, that we know where they're going to go hit and have a fun little afternoon. You have picked out an exhibit that you want to go see, a show, a manicure. I don't know what you want to do in DC. My point is, is that you've picked out your thing. You're done. You go switch with Ryan to continue seeing monuments with the kids or whatever activity is good for them while he does the thing that brings him life. Then we all go do dinner and we've got our nighttime plan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's okay. all I can say is this is, we are onto something here. So we're keeping our flow. We're keeping the parrots, the main thing, the main thing, but we're looking down at the things that give the kids life, right? Yeah. Yeah. They don't care. They're not noticing the coffee shop, mm-hmm. the very cool specifically picked one that you stopped to get your latte. They don't care about the falafel sandwich that you just got that changed your life, mm-hmm. but that was strategically picked to bring you life. As you see Lincoln, they get to run around. They get to run in circles around Lincoln. On where we press. Okay, Okay. so this was your one of your best days. I want to flip it a little bit. Where have you traveled? Where have you been on that it was like this is the worst? Listen, two places. I'm gonna throw two. I thought you were gonna try to pull this. I love everything card. I really did. I did garbage. (laughs) Uh, Fort Worth. I want to love it and all its cowboy goodness. I cannot find my flow. I don't get it. What's what's there to get? I don't... There's never been a time where I thought, you know, let's try Fort Worth. Well, I mean, it it does have 
at impeccable museums. So we'll zip over from Dallas to hit them, the Eamon Carter, and then we will uh, zip back. I don't know. I'm just, what I'm trying to say is I set out to Fort Worth with my best day plan and it, it was bad. It was um, not the best day. Okay. No, everything, uh, I just doesn't, it doesn't, I don't connect to it. Also in some ways, and this is embarrassing to say, but I feel this way about New York. I find such a hard time finding the flow of that city. I love going to shows. I love yeah. like, mm-hmm. let's go do a specific thing. But it's just so big. And I am still working furiously to find my groove there. I have a Brooklyn episode and I've got a New York episode coming up this month. So we're going to keep persevering. But you're going to love gotta it. be honest. Listen, I have yet to take a bite of the Big Apple. I've not been up there, even though we now have like straight flights there. I have not because Ryan Bernard Holland, he does not do crowds. And so Mm. it is just not his cup of tea. I just know it without even going. Like if someone is brushing up against him, he is unhappy about it. So it doesn't feel like his his place. My thing is I don't love plans. I'm a fly by the seat of my pants kind of person. Yep. yep. You know, like Mm -hmm. I just like to get there and feel it and see what's going on. Is it a place that's that, been my problem? Yes. Okay. So that's what I was going to ask. Is it a place you just have to have a plan? Like you can't oh, wing it there. Pay. Okay. And I think you have to have plans. Mm. Like I think it's so fun if if you are there for a reason and there's going to be an event or a party or you're there for work and you can squeeze out stuff in the margin. Like going to do New York, it is just you are pounding the pavement. It is very hard. And I, I think you can do it. And I am I am just trying to be vulnerable to say that I'm still working on it. <laughs> well, and you know, a lot of people wouldn't. Every time I've talked to someone about New York, it is, it is you love it or you hate it. I have yeah. yet to find someone who says what you said. Like, it's okay. Like, there are good things there. Yes. But, you know, like, there are good things there to experience. But it's not yes. my favorite place. I have just, it's either been love-hate when I've had conversations with anyone who's gone. I'm so desperate to fall in love with New York that on my bucket list plan is to live there for a year of my life. Oh my God, I that just, is a bold move. Okay. okay. I, I just want to, I want to hunker down. It has something You want to, to become a native. Us. You know, like, yes, like I someone who's like, I know me. this place. I walk with yes. confidence because I know yes. where I'm going and what I'm about and what I'm doing. Yeah. I don't like that they think they're better than me and I want to be there See, to I, be I, just as good as them. What a great point. Because I feel like in my experience with Gossip Girl, which is my only yes. experience with New York, Queen, is that yes. I am going to go there and feel like I felt Nashville. Listen, they're going to smell the Walmart on me, the Walmart shoes, as soon as I step off that plane. They're going to know. You know, like that's my, that's my, I'm intimidated by New York. That's it. You know? And I don't want to give them that power. They don't deserve it. I'll tell you that. They do not. Mm -hmm. Well, let's break it down. So our demographic that listens is all over the place. So here's what I want to do. Yeah. Let's break it down a little bit by category. So you've said DC is great for families or whatever, but let's talk about like, what if you're a college student and you have a, a limited bank account? You know, like you can't just, you can't go far away. It's a plane ticket unless you're flying Allegiant where they check you in and they're also <laughs> piloting the airplane. Yes. Um, if Unless you're doing that, you're very limited on where you can go. So what's, what's a tip for them of where they could maybe go spend some time and not break what little they have in their bank account? Let's see. It's challenging because 
you know, we all live all over, right? And so I think about how I'm in Dallas. Mm -hmm. And so like my road trip spots are far away from me. You know, I've got to drive. That is oh, true. Yeah. That's true. I have not. Versus thought, someone Listen, my geography to... skills are not great. So it took me a second to pick up what you're putting down, Courtney. Okay, but I get it now. I <gasps> sure. Get, like, I get I where mean, Dallas it's... is now. You've got to drive. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Tell me where you are, Callie. Okay. You're in... Give us places in the Southeast that you have yes. visited that you have loved. Because we're in Knoxville. We've got University of Tennessee like five yes. minutes away from where I'm at right oh, now. Oh, Knoxville. Yes. Yes. So tell us where to go. Okay, see, you're in this sweet little spot where like you get to hit Asheville and Virginia and Charleston and talk to me about Charleston. I love that city. Springs. Let me tell you something. Oh. I would I would move there tomorrow. I wouldn't move very many places. I would move to Charleston and live there forever. I it's love that so city so much. But magical. It's an expensive city. Like yeah. it's a little pricey. And I mean it's a it's a weekend trip that you can do, but to find a place to stay and how much you're going to spend, it's going to be a little pricey, right? So, I mean, Asheville's a good one. I've been there a couple of times, but again, do not, right. I don't have, I didn't have a beanie to wear. I didn't have like overalls on. Right. I just, I didn't mm-hmm. belong there. I didn't. Okay. I think that we are being strategic about our Airbnbs. Yeah. I think that that is like a hot stay tip camping. I mean, you know, if we're talking about college students and and not having a ton of money. um, I forgot about camping. My friends in college wanted me to camp in the car and I thought it, I would not. I refused. (laughs) I absolutely would not do it. But that was like a thing. They loved just driving somewhere and we will sleep in the car. Yeah. I, I just think there's just a lot of value to movement, which is why I'm just always trying to like shake it up and just get me and my people in the car. And a lot of my travel strategy is visiting friends in places. There you go. And so wanting to see friends and then hit some stuff. I feel a lot of freedom from them hosting me from the standpoint of like taking me around the city. Like if they want to do that with us, I love that and I want to, but I don't ever like they can go about their lives and we can like play any sport and rendezvous for dinner and and visit, but not stay too long. I think that's essential too. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yes. Know your limits. Read the room. Know when they're tired of you. Yep. Yes. And, and the room is... They don't want you there longer than two nights. That's the room. If you were reading it, it, I'm going to read it for you. you. (laughs) Let me just go ahead and write that book for you. Two nights is max. That's That's all we can give you here. That's it. Okay. So college students, you want to do short road trips that you can go to. And and like you said, I mean, I'm telling you, Asheville's great. Charleston. Did you say hot springs? I did. I've never been there. I've actually never been there. When I talk about switching off with our hubbies, that's a great one because you definitely want to experience the baths. I don't know if you know about the baths. The unique thing about Hot Springs is it's one of our only national parks that is like it. the city is the national park. Oh. Um, that might not be entirely true, but it is sort of true. I'm very easy to convince. <laughs> I'm going to say it's a fact. <laughs> I just, I think that is a fact. We are, we are ready for it. I know it. that the downtown is in the national park. The baths <laughs> are protected. Anyways, you have to experience them. They, you know, because they're using the hot springs to bathe you. These people, like you just, 
they are bathing you, no, Kelly. No, ma'am. I don't know how to explain no, this to you. I will not. <laughs> no, ma'am. <laughs> it is so awesome. See, you uh, got like me this, on DC. You have lost me on hot springs. I oh do not need to go gosh. anywhere where anyone is bathing me. I'm it doing is such just a fine. bizarre spa <laughs> experience to have this woman like loofahing no, her legs. I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> she can keep her loofah. I'm going to stay right here with my washcloth. I don't oh need my that. Gosh, they wrap you in hot towels. I mean, it, literally, it looks like an inst- a hospital institution. It's so old. <laughs> and everything's like real marble and like, you're like, this place has ghosts, for yeah, sure. For sure. I'm getting haunted while you're scrubbing me down with that loofah. Okay, let's go to just okay. married. They don't have kids yet. They can do whatever the heck they want. Oh, gosh. You know? Okay. They can do anything they want. Where are you sending them? I feel like where this really kicked on for Michael and I was Victoria in Canada, right? So <gasps> you're, you're sending them Seattle. international. Right, right. But we're, I want you to go to Seattle. I want you to hop a ferry. So it's just a, like a... A quick, you know, a quick international situation, but it is the perfect weekend, romantic, outdoors. Oh gosh, it's just, it is so, it's so fabulous. We love Victoria. Okay, but wait, let me go more southeast. Uh, that's far from you guys. It is, but you know, when you don't have kids, you you don't care about travel time. You can do whatever you want. You know what I'm you saying? You look for like, that deal in Do you Seattle. need to go on an airplane? You go on an airplane. Yes. You don't have to worry about yes. it. You don't have to give it a thought. You don't have to think about ring pops. You just get on the plane. No, you know? that's true. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I just like, we love Seattle and I love the idea that we could, you could kind of like have a little adventure you could do a day in Seattle, hop the ferry, a day in Victoria, and then zip back. Oh, gosh. How long would you go for? Is that a week trip? Is that like, hey, plan like for a week because you have enough to do there? No. I mean, you could, but Callie, I am telling you. Do I you go anywhere we, for a week? I just think we overthink it and we give we give travel too much time. Oh, okay. I want you to travel more often, shorter. I want you to take bites out of it. If, listen, I'm not saying I do think that there is value in going and just resting, right? So like yeah. we just went to Costa Rica for 10 days. I basically took my travel flow and I did my best day over seven days. I thought you were going to say, I did my best day every day. And I was <laughs> going to say, good gosh. <laughs> no, but like I laid on the beach the whole time and did one thing each day. So like get moving, right? Like we did the zip lines through the rainforest oh, and great. get touristy. The next day we did the national park there and saw the animals. And then the rest of the day, you're just a freaking sloth in your hotel or on the beach or By whatever it is that you I'm need for to do. All yes. of it. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Okay. So other than DC, where would you send families? Do you follow um, Sherry and... John Peter Sick, Young House Love. Oh, why well, I've heard it. I don't think I follow it, but I feel like I've heard okay. the handle. Okay. Well, I'm sure a lot of your people do, but they have a beach house in Cape Charles, Virginia. Virginia. Got it. So that's what put it on the radar, right? Because I'm like watching them renovate this beach house. Last year, we, or two years ago, actually, we camped over there because I wanted to see the house that they were renovating. And this beach town, it's not far from you. And it is so magical with kids to rent a house and 
it's on the base side and it was like so fun looking for shells and yeah. like with your little people. Mm-hmm. I never had experienced a non-exhausting beach day in my entire life yeah. with kids. Yep. And I even happened to bring all our gear. Oh my gosh. And then I just loved all the eat, like the restaurants there. And it is just really cute and precious. You and say so, Cape Charles, is that it? Cape Charles. Got it. So speaking of kids traveling, you mentioned a road trip yes. that you took. I I truly do. I enjoy traveling when we get there. I like like when we're there, I am happy on the way there and on the way home. I am not happy most of the time uh-huh. because I just like road trips in particular. I have two kids who have always hated being the in car, the vehicle always. So what's just some hacks? Like you are obviously packing them up and heading out all the time. What are some of the hacks you've discovered? Here's what I want families to focus on more. We find a road trip rhythm, right? So I'm just, we like to do these big epic road trips. And what I like to do is just not push it more than five hours, right? I'm looking for this four hour Mm -hmm. sweet spot. Mm -hmm. We want to start at when rest time is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that the kids are just down, their bodies are a little tired. We've like had an adventure, played in the morning, busted it out, rest time in the car, drive for four hours, and then we get to a spot that we can like swim in the hotel or go run around at a campsite or go, I just find something fun for us to like stop and do, go to bed, try to make like family slumber parties fun. Here's the thing about me, Callie, all my parent training has been in making sure that my family can sleep in one room together. Oh, yes. And because use the ter- the word for me that word is very the word sleep is used very loosely. Because in my experience when we are all in a bed or because yeah. the kids always want to sleep with the mom. Like I can get a two bed hotel room. And guess what? What? Ryan Ryan gets whole bed to himself. Let me tell you. Absolutely. You know, he's comfortable. He's got plenty of room over there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've got the maniacs in my bed who will not sleep normal. They have to sleep sideways. Or with with their feet in your back. You know what I'm saying? So I get this strategy. I just have not found success in it. Yeah. And I guess my encouragement is like you've got to keep doing it. And... No one's doing this perfectly. It is a disaster for everyone. Everyone's getting frustrated with their spouses. <laughs> but if you can go into it, like, all right, you know, this is, we got to keep our eye on the prize. Yep. We want to travel and have adventures. And this is how we are we're making memories, people. And That's we're right. happy about it. But my hot tip, if you're going to push it and just do the whole thing, once you get really good at this, I mean, it honestly is ring pops, audiobooks, and movies. I just have long ago shed the, I'm trying to give you guys presents and activities and entertain you. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just am going to walk in freedom. We're going to watch movies and then we're not going to on this trip so that your brains are just mush in the car. Like, I don't even care. Yep. 
we drove to Memphis, which is about six hours from here. And we got Kindles, like little kid Kindles that had yeah. all the activities, all the movies on them, had all the games mm-hmm. on them. And I told Ryan, I said, I'm setting no limits to these things. Absolutely. When, when we are in the car, they have them as long as they want them because I need it. I need them to want them for a long time. And you know what you and Ryan are doing in the front? Y'all are getting to fill your tanks. You are getting to have a date. You're getting to listen to a podcast together. You're getting to not talk. Mm. You're getting to listen to your music. Like, I just think it's like, this is about, we've got to stay strong on this journey. Yes. And so these (laughs) things are like, we got to keep our energy and focus high. These are our life preservers. Yes. Yes. I put gallons of water in the trunk so that I never have to go. I don't want to stop. I just want to fill up our water bottles. I've got a little potty. We never go into gas stations. I am looking for you fields. Take, you took a potty? Well, like the little porta potty. We're all peeing on the side of the road. Oh, like, help me. Help me. <laughs> <laughs> You had me until you said we're peeing on the side of the road. Well, yeah, because your little people can totally sit in this porta potty (laughs) and they're done. Like, I'm looking for a quick turnaround. I'm getting French fries and we're out of here. There are pieces of you all over this country. It's so great. Oh, my gosh. And like the snacks and the Food, like yep. you're getting the treats yeah. that you don't normally get at Whole Foods. You know, like just all the things that could just breathe life into your trip. Do those things. That's how yes. you do a road trip. I'm listening. That's it. Other than peeing on the side of the road, I've I've marked all those <laughs> things down. We're good. But listen, this is essential, Callie, because I want you to road trip without Ryan. Oh, I oh, oh. and that peeing on the side of the road is that's your oh. biggest tip. Listen, when I because Ryan went to school <laughs> in Memphis, so I used to drive every weekend from Knoxville to Memphis yeah. in the summer because he played baseball, whatever. We'd go down for the games. So, my goal was we are not stopping, we are driving fully from Knoxville to yeah. Memphis and I will not stop to pee. Like I limited my intake of everything there you go. because I was there like, one, I'm not going to catch a disease from one of these bathrooms. And two, mm-hmm. I'm not going to get got because I'm by myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There you go. I feel, I feel it. it. Okay. So where are you headed this year? Where are you going to go either by yourself or with your kids? And how are you prepping for your trips this year? Well, I have a trip booked to New Orleans this month. Have you been there before? Tell me. Well, yes. Uh, I mean, I'm from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Are you? I've been to New Orleans 5,000 times. I want to go, but everyone tries to tell me it's a dirty city and I won't like it. I'm just, I'm telling no. you what the people have said to me, Courtney. I, it's not my opinion. I'm just telling you what the world thinks. That is so tragic to me. Okay. <laughs> now I realize this is more important that I go and go get this best day episode. You do. I am prepping to go experience a city that I've always taken for granted. Mm. And 
it's just always been accessible to me and I just love it. It's a part of me and I want to see it with fresh eyes and I want to practice what I preach to just zip down. I want to do it as a inspiration trip for myself, a trip for me. I've always been with girls when I've gone. So I want to go. And the thing is too, I'm I'm going because my dad's birthday is his 70th birthday. So I'm going to fly down. I'm going to play in New Orleans. I'm going to zip, go have dinner with them, spend the night. And then I'm going to come home. And that is like what I'm trying to uh, inspire. So to be there for your people, you can do this. I love Um, the idea of seeing a city with new eyes. Because like... We're at the base of like the Smoky Mountains. And I think we forget that we have like this national park literally within 30 minutes of me. It's like a quick drive, you know, and I never go up there. I never go up there. I'm always looking for somewhere else to go. I am. It's true. And that was one of the spots that we hit this summer. And it was one of the best days we've had with our kids. Just hitting the Smoky Mountains. It is. It's but we take it for granted. It's like you, you said, do. you know, about New Orleans or whatever else. It's so close that you don't even did you um you, did you get to experience Pigeon Forge slash Gatlinburg? Yes. <laughs> and in all its um, glory. I needed to get in and get out on that, but you know, we did do it. Did you get to see Dolly? Tell me. Did you make it to Dolly? No, that is, I I was going to take us and I thought, this I think is like Disney World and I need to like get in a different headspace. It's the only Disney World I know. I've never, like, it is, we would, we'd go there all the time and truthfully, because I've only been to Disney one time and I can only Mm -hmm. vaguely remember what it was like. To me, Dollywood is Disney World. Like, it is that. (laughs) Yeah. I'm so glad you got to do it, like, to be in Pigeon Forge in Gatlinburg. Gosh. I mean, it is a delight. It is, that is what it is. It is special up there. It really is. That's it. That's all there is to say. (laughs) It's just a little. Like, we can't di- deep dive too much into we, it. We can't. It's just it could special. Be, yes, it is just very special. But if listeners could only pick one place to go in 2020, where would you send them? If they're like, we can go just one place, where are you telling them to go? You know, as much as I have traveled, I as a traveler... I feel so overwhelmed by all the places I haven't been. Oh, and, yeah. I, it, you know, it'll, it starts to make me feel like, well, I can't. I mean, I've, like, there's so much more to see and mm. so much to do that I don't even know um, where. And, yes, I have recommended a lot of places. So it, I do feel like I have um, offered some suggestions and uh, I don't know, like, uh, because what's embarrassing me inside <laughs> is that I desperately want to tell your people to get their kids and go to Disney World. That's what I really I want them to do. That's what we're doing in February. But I was ashamed oh, to say it because it's so lame. But it's what Kelly, we're doing. <laughs> listen to me right now. The place is perfect. It is 
absolute magic. And here is what I'm saying. When you go with your kids, it is one of the most special trips because I believe that you are showing up to play and focus on your people for like, you know, this extended concentrated time. There's almost no other trip that you take with your family that you have not saved for and planned for. It's, it's true. like of a, a lifetime. It is true. That, I'm telling you, I don't plan. Courtney, I just don't plan. Literally any vacation we've been on, I'm like, we will figure it out when we get there. I just... No, ma'am. But this one, Disney. this one, we started talking about in like October. I mean, we knew then September, October-ish that we were going to do it. We started booking things. We started planning things. Like, we have day-to-day plans. What is that? Kelly, Kelly, it is, it is so, I'm just, I just want to speak to the families. I feel so passionate about you getting your people there. It is so Wonderful, and I, I, uh, it was just so fun to just say yes to my kids oh, over gosh. and over. I mean, am I selling a kidney to go? Yes, but absolutely. You know, I just, and that's what Ryan, my husband, he kept saying over and over. He's like, these are memories. Like these are things <sighs> that our kids are going to remember, that we are going to remember. Like this is going to be an experience, and so it is a hundred percent worth it. And it's everyone the way says to start that. the decade. Oh, yeah. <gasps> what a great it is, and we're going the week of my birthday. So Kelly. it is, I know it is. We are very excited about it. Listen, but, I'm not done with you and Disney. We're going to off the I'm, record I am speak. very much for it because I don't, you know, when you get those feelings like you don't want to miss anything. Like mm-hmm. who sang that? Leanne Rhymes. Who sang that song? <laughs> <laughs> to quote the, the great Leanne Rhymes. I don't want to miss a thing. But, and it truly is. And I'm afraid like, We've got, we've talked to a friend of ours who has, you know, talked us through a lot and like helped us book stuff. But while we're there and even how to take on Disney, like I just want to do it right. I don't want to be like angry and frustrated the whole trip. No. And you're doing the right thing because when you plan, you have to tell Disney what is up. You are not going to let them tell you what is happening. And that is what this prep is about. I literally had a spreadsheet. This isn't about following the spreadsheet. It's about having a plan. I need to record this and play it every morning before we leave the hotel. That's right. Disney, you're not telling me what to do. I'm going to tell you what we're going to do. I'm in control today. I love it. And I am willing to adjust. (laughs) But this is my game and not yours. I love it. I honestly was a little nervous to tell you because you're so like, you're well traveled. You've been all over the place. And I'm like, well, you're so go into Disney, Courtney. I know that'll blow your mind, <sighs> but your excitement I made me even more excited. But could not be more thrilled. And in fact, especially with a two year old, that's when we took Will and it like, I couldn't believe how into it he was. <sighs> And I mean, I'm not, Kelly, I, on our trip, I was so, I mean, I bought special socks because we weren't going to get blisters. We are buying shirts for every day. We are. Yes. We are buying family shirts for Callie, you are doing it right. (laughs) This is a flag that I'm going to (laughs) wave until I die. And I think that you can do it. I think there's a whole range of ways you can do it, but I do think you can do it affordably. I think people can, I just, I'm so thrilled. I think you you can be intimidated by it. But when I started researching and learning about it, I was like, this is doable. Like this, we can do this and Mm -hmm. not, you know what I'm saying? Like it is absolutely Mm -hmm. possible. So we are very, we're very excited about that. What is just like, 
I need you to just say a couple of your tricks when you're planning a trip. Like, this is a curveball question, but I thought about it. Like, when Mm -hmm. you're getting ready for a trip, what are just some things that you know you do for every trip? Like, just to get ready and be a little bit prepared. Okay, well, I have a very strategic way that I pack. Um, I have a bag system and, you know, compartmentalizing where all the things are and keeping it like high and tight, that is um, essential for me, <laughs> right? Like, because I want bare, I want the bare minimum of stuff and I need to know where it all is. Oh gosh. And so like, you know, everybody has their own duffel bag. It's color coded. We've got a shoe bag, a swim bag, a toiletry bag. So like just everything. So it's just like, it just makes it, I can get us out of here in an hour. You tell me you want to go on a trip. I can turn the ship around. Give me give me sixty minutes. You know what I mean? Because I can just pull out my bags. I made my sister's a graphic designer, and she made this packing list that you can like download on my website. Um, and I because I'm interested. I, I'm telling you right yeah, now because packing is the most overwhelming thing for four yes, when you're packing yes. for four people. Yep. And this is, it's just a packing mindset. It's a packing strategy, but I just want you, it's a way to just get control. You can, I have friends who um, pack in uh, laundry baskets or, I mean, everybody kind of has a different system, but I think if you just think in these categories, it can just, uh, I don't know. And then the more you travel, the more you see like, what oh, you, we actually don't need I was going to say what you actually yeah. need, like what right. you do need to bring with you. Right. But like the swim bag, you know, you're mostly on trips, you're swimming. So do I have everybody's puddle jumpers, uh, sunscreen, the pool toys, the towels, and the swimsuits? They're all in that bag. Great. And then like my sleep bag. Is everybody's lovies, the sound machine, you know, just all <laughs> <Yeah>. the accoutrement <laughs> for sleeping <laughs> in this bag. Great. And then the clothes, I mean, you know. Yes. So anyways. Yeah. I, I've never thought about it doing it by category, even like the shoes bag, like everyone's shoes yes. that you're going to be wearing go in this bag. Yes. I am I am for that. But Courtney, every episode, we end with one question. And it is, right. what are you so happy that someone has told you about? This can be anything, just mm-hmm. something you're super into. Um, well, let's just say, have you discovered the Ember mug? Speak to me. What is it? I'm learning so much. Kelly. This is, there's so me, many things that you're telling me that I didn't know. I just need you to tell me about your, your coffee life. I mean, are you're you going to judge drinker? me? You, I can't no. tell you, Courtney. I can't. I cannot. You don't have to. I can't. I can't tell you where I get my coffee from every day. Every single day. Let me tell you where I'm driving to. You go to Starbucks? No. McDonald's. You go to no. McDonald's? No. One step up for McDonald's, though. A couple steps. I'll give it a couple steps up. Dunkin I'm hitting the Dunkin'. I'm running on Dunkin' every yes! day. I am. I'm running on Dunkin'. Listen to me. I'm not mad about it because, first of all, it's good. Second of all, I love a ritual. Okay. And so that is my, I just, it is my, think like, that's right. the reason I do it is the chaos of a morning of getting kids ready and yourself ready yeah. and out the door. And we live very close to where I work. So, like, like, I can be there in two minutes, but I'm like, I need more than two minutes to get myself right before I walk into this place. So, yes. I started driving to Dunkin' to get my coffee. And now I, I kid you not, it is every day. I hit that, I, I open that app up every morning. It is true. I don't want you to dare be ashamed of that. I love this about you and I celebrate it. So what I want to tell you is that the Ember mug is, it's um, a coffee mug that is connected to the Bluetooth on your phone. 
and it keeps the coffee at the exact temperature that you want (gasps) for the entire time you are drinking it. Hot or cold? That's correct. Oh, and I cannot even with how this is blessing my life because I microwave my coffee no less than five times a day. Well, that's where you're getting it wrong because the only way to drink coffee is iced, period. Year round. I do love iced coffee, but not in the winter. (laughs) Year round. I commit to it. Listen, when I commit, I commit and I do iced coffee. (laughs) (laughs) All right. This isn't for you, but... (laughs) Let me tell you, this mug, take it off your list. (laughs) People in your life, it is a blessing. I'm and, and is this an Amazon purchase? I, I do believe you can get it on Amazon. I got it for Christmas. It's not cheap. <laughs> I mean, but it is. Uh, Listen, if you're trying to go to Disney, you're not getting this a blessing. <laughs> but after your Disney trip, you go ahead, you get this mug. <laughs> it is the perfect ask for it as a present. I love it. Courtney, this has been so much. This has been one of my favorite interviews. This has been a good time for me. I love it. I've got to meet Beverly. I mean, it has been, it's so great. And I am honestly, I can tell you I've learned so much on this one hour interview. It's the greatest. But we'll link to all the best days uh, on show notes, guys. You've got to, if you travel or want to travel or do any of the above, you need to listen to this because it just makes you excited to go places. But hey, I love what you're doing out here, Courtney. I love ending every episode telling you how thankful I am for you, that you would take your time to listen to what we're trying to do here. So if you loved it, or even if you have feedback, I want to hear about it. You can either hop on over to iTunes and leave us a review, or you can just DM me on social media. Usually I'm on Instagram the most. It's at C-E-Holla. And again, I love hearing from you guys. So make sure you either write a review or send me a DM, which always seems a little bit desperate asking for it. But here I am asking anyways. Thanks again for tuning in.